0: Yeah. <music>
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of the search cast presented by Primo X Hockey, Shock charger and a new sponsor coming in for this episode in the clutch apparel. Thank you to all the sponsors who are taking their time and just being able to help support the show. I am your host, Zach Martin. With me today, I have one a half of these, I guess you want to call house of jerks. I mean, I've been on these guys' podcast at least a good two or three times now it was about time to have these guys on i do have like i said i have one half of them and for this guest i have to let him clown me a little bit because in my phone i had his name wrong in the guest announcement i had his name wrong and even in the tweet i had his name wrong so i have to give this guest a little bit of time just to basically give me a hard time about it but i am super super excited to have brian sign not sire, sign from the House of Jerks with me for episode 15. Brian, how are you doing today, my man?
2: I've never been better in my whole life, Zach. I appreciate it. It's uh, Zach, what, Marshall? Mar- yeah. What, yeah. What, what's the last? Apparently, we don't know each other's last names. We've been friends for a while, been on each other's show, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I, just, I think my wires got crossed. I just wasn't paying attention. It's been a long week. I've done a bunch of, I think I've done, like, including this upcoming week i think i'll do about maybe eight episode recordings of different my podcast different podcasts in the span of two weeks all the days blend together names get messed up my wires were crossed i am so sorry for that it's not a problem I, I, no i mean, had to, i had to give you a chance to clown me for it because when, when, it's only when fair. my
2: wife saw the 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 tweet she says oh
1: do i have to change my name too <laughs> i just ruined everything for the signed family like i guess we're, i guess good to change just uh was it social security cards credit cards <laughs> bills it's like man just
2: apparently we're in the witness protection program now i am the sires oh uh... yeah it's brian sign with the house of jerks <laughs> glad to be on zach thanks man
1: no thank you man you've had me on a few times i know i talked to you, know, you and cameron having you guys on i'm going to hopefully try to get camera on next week to have you guys kind of back to back because you guys have invited me on three times now i know twice in the last couple weeks so i felt like it was only fair if you're gonna give me this much airtime on your podcast and taking up all your time talking i had to give you guys you know a little bit of like payback Be like, all right zach now it's time for us to talk on your entire show so but no this, this i've been really excited for this man thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me Right after recording on your podcast, this is the, like the double header of podcast recordings. Basically. Well,
2: we're, we're belly up media family, so.
1: Yeah. And plus, I mean, like you said, we've talked about before, good friends, you know, even on your show, you're trying to add another room to the house of jerks, you know, just let me know when move-in date is. I'll try to, you know, bring the snacks, bring some pizza, maybe get some storm brew, you know, just to say thanks for letting me crash. So. Why not? You know, <laughs> it's,
2: it's funny, you're, you're talking about food, and uh, before we, we started, we were talking about food at the arena, and now all I'm thinking about is dinner time.
1: I know, same here, man. Yeah, so if anyone hasn't seen it, uh, there has been an approval for upgrades to come to PNC Arena, because I know, Brian, you told me before we started recording that Gary Bettman even said, because he was there for game one. PNC does need an upgrade because it's been since 99 since the arena was built. I don't know if there's been any other additions to the arena. So it kind of makes sense now to finally get the upgrades that the place needs because very small food choices at the arena.
2: Yeah, the Steak Shack is the only one that's been added, I think, in like 30 years. Um, That's brutal. (laughs) Yeah, there's a PDQ. There's a Chick-fil-A. And then everything else is basically boosters, which don't get me wrong. I want to support high school booster clubs, but a hot dog is a hot dog. I mean, you go to Las Vegas at their arena. There's like a hundred different restaurant choices in the arena. You go to Capital One Arena. There's a hundred different restaurants within the arena. I don't think that we should be that far behind them. I think we need to have more.
1: Yeah. I think an upgrade is definitely needed. I'm kind of glad of the fact we got the, that the approval has been happening. Upgrades are coming soon. I've had a, a, I've had some questions like, what would you put in the arena? I would be all for a cookout. I said, Zaxby's you brought up one that I should have thought about because, you know, it's already a sponsor of the team. Bojangles, get us a bone Bojangles in the arena or you know, get us just, and give us a Carolina Alehouse, if anything, because the Alehouse sponsors the watch parties. I mean, why not put one in the arena?
2: Well, and you know, something I was thinking about when we were talking about this beforehand, um, I think it would make us even more unique because North Carolina hockey is unique in and of itself.
1: Oh, of course. And
2: we're known for tailgating and we're known for just being different than everywhere else. So why not put the restaurant have like, walk-up service outside
1: oh fantastic so that way yeah
2: you have inside service and you had outside service so if you want to tailgate sure cool come up get your food and still tailgate but it's still part of the arena it's still part of the experience yeah but it's outside the arena so you don't have to worry about because of course you can't go in the arena and come back out yeah you could walk up and have like a walk-up area yeah i mean get your bojangles there at the stadium
1: yeah, I mean, and that's what a lot of the restaurants. There's some restaurants now like Checkers, Cookout, Rallies, like they have outside. They have the drive-through and they have the walk-up window. Do, do the same thing for the arena. And you have Char Grill.
2: I mean, Char Grill is a very, very Raleigh thing.
1: Oh, yeah. It, get, get a Char Grill
2: that just has walk-up service right outside the arena.
1: Get local food there. You have to put a barbecue place in the arena. I'm sorry. That's just a must vinegar-based carolina barbecue that's the only thing i ask for because if you say if anyone says anything different you're wrong and you need to get that fixed because carolina barbecue is the absolute best and it's got to be vinegar based i'm just saying i don't make the rules here (laughs) it's just it's a way of life and and this is coming
2: from a man that lives in south carolina now yes Uh, that mustard stuff doesn't fly with me. Sorry, no,
1: no, 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 definitely not. And everyone's like, "Oh, Maurice's barbecue down here is supposed to be really good." Blah blah blah. No, no, nope, no. Nope. North North Carolina barbecue is the way to go. Like I said, I'm originally from Ohio, so barbecue is whatever up north. But I lived in North Carolina long enough to know the good stuff, and it's vinegar based.
2: I I will send a uh, I'll send a text to the pit and uh, see if the pit can go ahead and get walk-up service available at the arena as they're redoing the arena
1: you know what fantastic and if the pit can just send me some food down here if they can just ship it to my house i will gladly take it because uh
2: well i tell you what next time you're up crashing on the couch at the house of jerks i'll get you all the pit you can have man you are is one of the greatest places in raleigh
1: yeah, uh, you, you, sir, are an absolute legend. They're going to have to write sonnets about you because that would just be absolutely fantastic. But I don't know, man. There's a, there's a lot to talk about. Speaking of the arena, there's one more thing we have to say about the arena. So in August, the naming rights are up for PNC, but I know PNC is one of a few potential name sponsors. I don't know who the other ones are yet. No one I'm really sure knows. it's going to
2: be other banks because it's oh, always it's, been a bank.
1: It's always been a bank. Someone said cookout arena or you know, I would be I'd be kind of fine with it, you know, the alehouse arena or something like that. Like do you what, think cookout has the no nah, I I have the I would say maybe maybe the bo- money to
2: put up for something like that, especially because most of the people that are doing naming rights, yeah, they don't sense care sense. about the local. They care about yeah, when it's on Espn, when it's on a national game, when it's more else, people yeah, seeing it.
1: I would use maybe Bojangle, like what like Bojangles would be a good one too, but what would you if you well there's already
2: the Bojangles in Charlotte?
1: No one cares about the checkers anymore. They're not part of the hurricanes, they're with Florida now. Nah, it's we're not about that. So if you had to pick a name, what would you hopefully maybe see? Or would you bring PNC back? Because it's just we've had RBC, we have PNC. Like, what what would you think might be it? Or what would you hope to see?
2: So like, so here's the thing is from a fan standpoint or from a business standpoint, because from a business standpoint, I'd say it has to be something on a international or at least national scale. Right. Whereas you can't get Bojangles elsewhere in the country. No. So even though it would be great locally, but you know, when those poor human beings that live in Buffalo have to come down and play, they don't know what Bojangles is.
1: Very true, even like you can't even say Chick fil a Arena because that's definitely a southern thing. You can you not kind of get Chick fil A up north, but it's like very hit and miss compared to down here.
2: Well, in out west, you can't in Canada, you can't.
1: Yeah, it's like saying, Oh, In and Out Arena, and it's like, In and Out, what's yeah. that? or like, Whataburger Arena, you're like, What's that? It's just, it's, it's, but
2: it almost I, has to be something that's still a financial business of some kind, whether yeah. it's a bank or you know like an edward jones or something where it's like
1: a car manufacturer or just something yeah like
2: ford chevy something along those lines where it's something where everybody throughout north america knows what it is yeah it just doesn't make financial sense now yeah as a southerner absolutely man i'd love to go every week to cook out arena that would that sounds (laughs) awesome
1: fantastic (laughs) cheerwine arena
2: (laughs) oh cheerwine (laughs) Yeah, no, there would be nothing cooler than having cheer wine.
1: I mean, if for those who don't know what cheer wine is, you're definitely missing out because it is very, it's good. It's even like their holiday flavor of cheer wine when they do when they do pump those out for Christmas time. Fantastic stuff. Like it has to be cold though. You cannot have warm cheer wine. That is an absolute no no. Has to be cold.
2: And I will say, cheer wine goes great with vodka.
1: I haven't tried that yet. I'm not much of a vodka man myself, but I would have to give it a try. It's, now, now, cheerwine and Crown Royal, maybe if it's a good, maybe a cheerwine and rum, I would definitely try that though. But I I'll, cheerwine I, goes
2: I, great with anything. So. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, cheer, you know what? Cheerwine and hockey just fit together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Is cheerwine sponsoring this episode? You know what? I wish cheerwine. <laughs> cheerwine, if you're listening, give me a call. You know throw me some sponsorship you know i would love to talk about you some more you know pay me of course but you know soda money both why not (laughs) why not but yeah it's gonna be interesting though in august because now we just because i know on the on episode 13 we talked uh, i talked with you know bailey curtis about you know the practice arena guy is now a visalign you know now they're talking about what the naming rights gonna be. i know pnc still kind of involved with it a little bit see how i figure how that works i know they're talking hopefully a seven year deal with that. So, if it's PNC for another seven years, cool. We've only had two names for the arena. It's we'll fine.
2: Because it was a Raleigh Sports Complex there initially.
1: That's right. The thing that didn't last very long, though. And I don't think a lot of people remember that it yeah. was that because all you know is RBC and PNC. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it all really depends. But either way, it should be interesting to see what kind of naming rights does happen. And, uh, yeah, with the upgrade, please, please more food options. <laughs> please, just give us more food options. Is all I ask for.
2: Well, and I really think the idea of having food that you can eat outside. Yeah. Would keep the level of tailgating and it would encourage more people to buy food there instead of eating outside and then going inside. Yeah, and I think exactly. that might be part of the reason why a lot of named restaurants don't want to move into the arena because the sales aren't that great because everybody tailgates so much.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe Whereas you go to other stadiums market.
2: and you can't tailgate, yeah. you have to eat in the arena.
1: Yeah. Well, or like you said, be smart marketability wise, play into the tailgate. Yeah. Just play into it, make it work. It's not that hard to do. I mean, you're and like, speaking of tailgating, I know you were at the, you know, I know you're at the prep rally. I know we talked about it on your show. No, neck it's fantastic well, you know, stuff and just tailgating in general like tailgating for the games beforehand i mean
2: there's nothing that says north carolina hockey more than tailgating and it's a way of life like the the pep rally officially was 12 to 2 and that's when there was people actually on stage and there was you know, players talking and uh, Mike Maniscola and uh, Shane Willis were talking and uh, Brenda Moore came up and it was, it was a great experience but there were literally people there from like 10 a.m. to midnight because it was just a tailgating experience hanging out in the parking lot and just doing the redneck stuff we do.
1: Yeah it's it's for those who've never been you're missing out because I would say it's almost better than college sports. I know it's almost sacrilegious to say that about the South because oh, college college football tailgating is the best. You have not experienced tailgating if you've not been to a Her- Carolina Hurricanes one, especially if it's the playoffs. Now, I am really trying to get to this to the stadium series next year because that's gonna be fun because as an NC State fan, it's at Carter Finley. Also for the fact that it, it's going to be an absolute just perfect time. It's going to be a madhouse. It's just going to be – it's going to be experience, 8 a.m. to midnight basically just in that parking lot for that game, especially since it's right next to the arena. Like you know the Hurricanes are going to be just raking in the money for that. Merchandise-wise, just food and sponsorships. Just, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of sponsorship tents outside out of the arena and carter finley for that game it's gonna be it's gonna be electric for the stadium series next february
2: you know it's amazing the number of uh lowercase fans that have already contacted me asking about hey can we get seats how do you get seats um unfortunately i do know a lot of lowercase fans and they do you know i consider them friends and one of the things that most of them have said is when they come to the stadium game, how do we tailgate? What do we do? Because it's not something that other places do.
1: Uh, basically don't bring anything. Just bring a, bring an empty stomach because um, as long as you're cool, Carolina hurricane fans will feed you. Like I told, like I told Walt Ruff on Twitter, he, cause he couldn't, he couldn't, it blew his mind about the pep rally. I'm like, wait until you see playoff tailgating. That's next level. Don't worry about food. Fans are going to feed you if they see you. Just basically bring an empty stomach and grab a plate. It's all it really is.
2: Um, I know we're going to get into the games here in a little bit, but um, after game two, um, there were a couple Bruins fans that were parked a couple spots over from me, and I'm not somebody that likes to leave the game right after the game. I like to tailgate before and after because I don't want to sit in traffic. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go ahead and you know, have a sandwich and just chill out for a little bit instead of jumping in the car and sitting in traffic. Right. So I break out the grill and me and my son are playing hockey, you know, playing street hockey there in the, in the parking lot. And the Bruins fans were like, so how late do you guys do this?
1: I'm like, "Yeah, so we're tired. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Just, just in time to, when the parking lot's fine enough for us to pull out and not have to worry about it yeah. basically is what it is.
2: So two great guys. Uh, it was their first time being at PNC arena, but, um, they, they were really, really super cool. Came over and they hung out with us for probably two hours after the game. And we just chatted about hockey and just hung out and,
0: that's one of the
2: things that i think that visiting fans also don't realize is if you we have southern hospitality hospitality
0: mm-hmm. come
2: down tailgate before tailgate afterwards yeah like during the game we're going to call you names it is what it
1: is <laughs> uh but before yeah before and after
2: the game we can hang out and be friends
1: yeah just don't take it personally it's just it's it's chirping it comes with hockey you know we have thick skin but it's all in good jest now if you're getting out of pocket then we're going to give it to you just twice as much because welcome to the south basically so
2: and don't don't put hands on people
1: no no keep your hands to yourself yeah well fans should too but hockey players it's definitely should do it if you're talking about Brian Marchand and or David Posternock which we'll get to at some point but it's like hold up <laughs> keep your hands to yourself if you're a fan don't don't be that person but speaking of the games you know we serious series is 2-0. Uh, basically, the Carolina Hurricanes, if you count the regular season and the playoffs right now, they are outscoring the Bruins 26-4, 5-1, 5-2 to the last two games. I mean, the place is electric. I mean, you have Justin Williams signing on the signing for game one. You can't hear Mentor announce the team coming onto the ice. Like, I know you're there. Like, what's, what is it being in that arena? Because we all know it's the loudest house in, in hockey. But for those who weren't able to go to games, like what was that building like for game one, right before the boys jumped on the ice?
2: Yeah, honestly, it it, it starts even before the game starts. I mean, when the siren, when Justin Williams sounded the siren and then the whole place just erupts and, you know, Minter is trying to announce the starting lineup, people are, saying the last names along with each player. Um, And that's one of the things that a lot of other places also don't realize. It's just like everybody in the arena says the names with everybody and it's so loud and it's just so crazy. And then when the Anthem starts, it goes deadly silent because everybody's being respectful as opposed to like being in New York or something where they're not respectful of it. Yeah. And it just goes like – and then you realize just even more how loud it was when it gets quiet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it gets loud again. So going between those two dichotomies is, is – it's really just kind of amazing. Uh, Antoronto actually said ha- uh, after game one that he had heard it was the loudest house. He did not expect it to ever be that loud. and it, it just – it kind of blew him away.
1: Yeah, basically for all the newcomers, for the Hurricanes, fan-wise or player-wise, yeah. You, you think it's loud for the regular season? Playoff hockey in Raleigh, or Raleighwood, as I like to put it, because that graphic they did for Rollywood is fantastic. I'm calling it Rollywood. It's just great. Uh, welcome to it because it is loud. Playoff playoff vibes are all-time high. It's just – it's the place to be. And the fact that, too, is like – even when Minter announces the goals, like how he does like the goal calls, everyone says it with him, too, because the way he says it is just fantastic. I and mean, we are so blessed to have Wade Minter as our PA guy. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. But, yeah, the rally towels are going. I mean, Rocky Like a Hurricane has been, like, been the song since even I was a kid back in the early 2000s going to games. <laughs> Like it's been the absolute same. The fact that you just go absolutely nuts when that thing goes off, when the song goes, it's like how can you not get more amped? Well, and thing? you never
2: know as you're walking around the concourse when somebody's just going to let out a woo, <laughs> and it just it's picked up by everybody else in the concourse as well. And yeah. I've I've seen on multiple occasions visiting fans just like what in the world is going on here? I don't. It's, <laughs> It can be unnerving, I guess, for other people, but it's just it's just a random thing that just it happens and then
1: yeah, we gotta I mean, pick it up. Yeah, I mean everyone remembers the Ric Flair woo calls like this and that, like I so said, this is going back to the early two thousands type stuff. Well, now this is
2: going back to Greensboro days.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Greensboro early two thousands, yeah. like this this is what it was. Like when we got into RB when we got into the RBC center back in ninety nine, like that's what it was. Like Ric Flair, after every goal, whoo, just going nuts. And now it's like, you know, we got Wade doing the goal calls. We got Rocky like a hurricane. It's been Like I said, it's been a thing forever. It's just – hurricane talking in general was a lot of fun. But when you hit playoff time in Raleigh, it is – it's like you basically crank it like on Back to the Future where they crank it to like 11 on, on every single set for the big amplifier that you know michael j fox played on in the movie
2: oh okay I, yeah, I, yeah i thought you were gonna go spinal tap there my fault
1: Hey, that works too but like when you crank it all the way to 11 and it's just it's that insane yeah. it's no, just, I, it's it's next level for playoff hockey in carolina the,
2: the the spinal tap line is is just so great why do you have 11 on your amp because it's bigger than 10 <laughs> exactly <laughs> the only way that we would go it's just it's just we're, we're bigger than 10 it,
1: yeah. Like when like, I've seen pictures of people with their smartwatches, give them the war, give them like the warning. Like this is really loud. And it's like 120 something. Like, and I think you even said it on your show, like people have to like, they're telling kids to wear earmuffs. People are wearing like earplugs because this thing, like your ears are ringing after this game. Cause after games, because that's how loud this building is. It's not called the loudest building in the NHL for a reason. It's like, it's not for nothing. So no, there's I- science to this.
2: I, I went to um, PNC Arena and saw Guns N' Roses in, I think it was September. And that show was not as loud as the playoff game was <laughs>
1: this week. And, and that's just, and that's amps versus just people. Exactly.
2: I yeah. It's, it was just.
1: it's, I've been to a playoff game in so long, but man, if I, if I'm somehow able to get lucky for the second or third round or even the cup final knock on wood. I, I definitely need to get my butt back up there to Raleigh just for at least a playoff game this year because it's, like I said, it's it's something you have to experience at least once in your life or multiple times if you're lucky.
2: Well, hey, Zach, I mean, anytime you want to crash in the house of jerks, man, you know you got a room.
1: Hey, you know what? I appreciate that, man. I appreciate Especially after the fact that I goofed up your name, I still appreciate you're going to give me that spot. It's like, you know what? We did invite you, but now we're revoking your clause. Just you, The entrance, the exit's that way. <laughs> well, Cameron said I had to invite you, so. Oh, you know what? That's fair. I mean, that's that's only you fair. You got his right? name right. We'll see. Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> Don't give me too much credit. But, um, yeah, no, Great game one was electric. Seth Jarvis blows the roof off the play, scoring that. First goal. I mean, and after that, it just went absolutely nuts afterwards. I mean, Nino Niederreiter at eighteen thirty-eight into the period. I mean, the fact that his reaction to that goal, too, absolutely fantastic. Taylor Hall, it is what it is. Nothing you can do about that. I mean, Tavo's goal. I mean, you almost thought that place you know was going to come unhinged when Tavo scored in the third period, like. Like, what would you say was probably the loudest re- like, pop for a goal? In that, in the that first period?
2: goal. The first goal, because there was so much tension. You know, the whole first period, it was just so tense. It, it felt like 2019 all over again. And that it was almost like the fans, myself included, were, you're sitting there going, we're going to find a way to screw this up. And then once we finally scored, it was just,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, it was, it was gone. It was yeah. like, okay, fine. We got this now. This, Yeah. We are a team. We're good. We're, we're fine. But yeah. there was like that nervous tension the entire first period that was just, it was just, have you ever heard somebody say that you could feel tension in the air?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's so thick. You can cut it with a knife. Oh, I can yeah. only imagine so.
2: So it was loud, but it was like a tense loud. It was like
1: it was just you're on the edge of your it was seat. Uncomfortable, yeah. yeah the at the of end, end of the first period, it was uncomfortable. It's like you un like you unclench. You're like, oh, all right, breathe and breathe. Yeah, <laughs> time, exactly. to unclench, time to unclench a little bit because it's like you're just super tense. But no, it's that definitely that first period was definitely nerve wracking, and then. Like I said, Seth Jarvis, that great deflection between the legs, and the building just goes absolutely nuts. I mean, even Nino's goal, you're just like, oh my gosh! Bro. Well, and then
2: they they like started reviewing it and stuff, and then the tension just comes back again. Yeah, and I mean, then once they said, you know, when the when the ref comes out and you know puts his arm down, it's like goal. It's like, yeah, that was just the most electric, loud. I think it was probably 120 decibels in there. It oh, I just, I. Unleashed.
1: Yeah, so like I said, with after the Nino Rager goal, it went nuts. You know, Tavo scored. I, I couldn't imagine just how a lot of guys that like that Vincent Cherchik goal. Though we have to talk about that for a little bit because the fact that he doinked it backhand style off of Linus Allmark, like, can you talk about just absolutely disrespecting a goalie by hitting it off the side of his helmet and goes into the net, like?
2: I don't know if he meant to actually...
1: No, I mean, obviously not, but still, though, it's like...
2: Yeah, so I don't think it was so much as a disrespect thing. I think it was just, like, just throwing it up there and... Oh,
1: right. Time, you know? Right. I'm yeah, not saying he went to disrespect him, but you're just like, oh, that's a, that is just a nasty goal, because you have to appreciate just how awesome that was. I'm not saying he meant to do it on purpose. It just kind of worked out that way where he was just like, okay. That was pretty freaking amazing, I mean.
2: I think it's kind of like the way that the season's gone for the Canes most of the year this year is that sometimes they just go in. It just – even when – so I think Boston outplayed the Hurricanes the entire first period, which is part of the reason why the tension was there and part of the reason why I was like – yeah, we're excited. You know, before the game, there was excitement. It was electric. And then there was, like, that tension that grew and grew and grew. Because it was like, all right, this is the same Boston team of 2019. This is the same Canes team in 2019. We're going to find a way to screw this up. Or we're going to lose. Yeah. And then when the first goal happened and it erupted, it was so exciting. Yeah. And thrilling. And then – but that's just the way that the season's gone for us this season. Yeah. And – Trocek's goal is just more of that. It just – things just kind of go right occasionally. Um,
1: yeah. We've been
2: called for more penalties than any other team in the, in the league.
1: Yeah, I don't hear and from yet, any they fans. They still keep going well. So, Yeah, I don't hear from any fans that the Kirkians are gifted goals or gifted power plays. Absolutely not. Like, when Jacob Slavin gets more than a penalty a season, you know something's up. Like, like even Tim Peel, which surprisingly enough has said Carolina gets penalized way too much for a lot of ticky tacky stuff that normally would not would not get called. So if Tim Peel is saying something,
0: yeah, Tim Peel,
2: official that notoriously did not like the Hurricanes, did not like Southern hockey in general. Yeah, and he was always against Southern hockey. To now be like. Yeah, no, you guys are getting screwed over here.
1: Like, like we've had O'Rourke a number of times. I'm really sick of seeing O'Rourke being assigned a, a to Hurricanes games because he's always brutal to the Canes. He calls everything against us. So it's, yeah, definitely that first game, you know, that period, The first peer was tense, but then after, like you said, after Seth Jarvis scored, it was just nothing but goals, goals and more goals. Anthony Ronta stood on his absolute head. I mean, just stealing saves left and right. I mean, he did let in that one softy, but other than yeah, that, there was a soft
2: goal that he let in. But I mean, when there was two goals back to back within two minutes, I mean, Minter was barely done announcing the first goal, and then there was a second goal, and then from that point on, really, it just it, yeah. it just became a party. It, it really didn't even feel like it was a game anymore.
1: Yeah, and in the you know, in the
2: arena, everybody was just just chow, you know hanging out having fun um, i think i missed half of the third period just because i'm chatting with people around me cuz we're just having a good time and
1: yeah <laughs> screaming
2: and yelling and
1: yeah going at, going absolutely nuts because the hurricanes were you know beating up on boston once again cuz like i said we're up 26 to 4 now after two games including the regular season of, of goals yeah and, and i i even said on this podcast i said hurricanes in 7 i should have said 5 because I gave Boston way too much credit. Because it, I'm like, it's still Boston. You never know. After the first two games, should have said five. Because um,
2: if I can just say, I really wanted it in four. That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't want the complete selfish reason of I don't want to have to pay for Game Five tickets.
1: <laughs> you're you're basically ready for Game I really want round, round two? two. Yeah, yeah. You're ready you for round two. Again.
2: I just want this done.
1: I'm Move done. <laughs> yeah. Let's, how fast can we get to 16-0 and 0 in the playoffs and be done with it, basically? Just give me four, four games every round. <laughs> let's just, let's just well, do this thing real quick. <laughs>
2: depending on who we play in the finals, that one can go to five because I really want to watch the cup live.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you yeah, know, if we, well, we're if playing we're,
2: Colorado, I really don't want to have to. And, and this is just me being a, a, a bit of a jerk.
1: Well, uh, well assuming the, we're going that far. Well, but, the thing, well, the, Colorado did finish ahead of us in points, so I think they would probably get. Well, they were the number one seed in the West. Yeah, they would. Yeah, so they, they'd, they'd
2: get the seed over us.
1: So actually, Game Four would be in Carolina for them to win it. So I mean, if it all works out, knock on wood. Facts, facts. Yeah. Right, you, facts. There you go. There you go. See, I get what you were saying. So, okay. but, but that's no, best that fruit case fruit. scenario.
2: <laughs> everything's a sweep. I only have to pay for a total of eight games. Why not? I'm, I, 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 I'm happy. Thank you.
1: Yeah. But in all reality, it might be however many games it takes. Either way. Yeah,
2: it's not going to go that way.
1: But hey, you know what? The great one did pick the Hurricanes and won the cup. So I mean, if the great one says it. Now the blues was an interesting pick. I would rather see Colorado because that would be a fun series. If anything, maybe Calgary, but... I want to see Nashville. No, I don't want... No. Okay, no. They got absolutely don- donkey stomped in game one against Colorado. I do not they see didn't. them. They're not no. getting out of the first round. It's. A, I want to
2: see Nashville just because I love how much they hate us.
1: I, I don't want that team sniffing the cup final because <laughs> screw those guys. Just no. Okay. <laughs> Until the central
2: division last year, I always liked them, but then when we were in the same division, they just really despise us, and I just enjoy beating them
1: because they realize that the real team of the south is in Carolina. You you can have fun with your Broadway and all that. We'll we'll enjoy it, we'll enjoy the triangle and real southern style fun of hockey. So you have fun with that. But game two, we and talked again to,
2: going back to your previous point yeah vinegar based barbecue is a thousand times better than hot chicken just
1: saying where's the lie where's the lie though i mean vinegar based or nothing also if you i know a lot of people don't like mayonnaise duke's mayonnaise is the real stuff so duke's if you're listening sponsor the podcast why Man. not i'm a big i'm a big mayonnaise guy myself i, I prefer over ketchup that tells you anything and duke's mayonnaise is legit so vinegar based barbecue duke's mayonnaise you can't go wrong and sure
2: zach at some some point we need to do just like a food a food episode
1: we have we have we have some off season coming up eventually so (laughs) we there's a lot of episodes we can have just on random stuff just because star wars bob's burgers if anyone doesn't get the reference go listen to the house of jerks because i'm on there again Very, Thank you very much to Brian. Uh, We did talk about that. So if you, you want to get the reference of Bob's Burgers and Star Wars and Cheer One and all that.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. world-class resorts unbeatable dining and nightlife amazing scenery and endless outdoor adventure make your visit unforgettable plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com
1: go listen to the last uh, this upcoming house of jerks it's going to come out soon very very awesome podcast Wait until you're done listening to this episode first before you go over there, but it's some good stuff. Um, so game two, we did talk about you know Jesper Faust in your episode, yeah. Um, winning a certain award, you know. So, if the fans who don't know what award did Jesper Faust win from so the won
2: the, uh, the the Steve Chase on award, and um, it's actually something that's very, very uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, It's for the person that shows the most dedication and it's voted on by teammates. So the teammates say who is showing the most dedication and in the locker room, for those that have been able to to, to tour the locker room, it's a a really cool experience, but there's a um, a plaque up with uh, the Steve Chason Award winners and it's something that a lot of the players touch every day and it's something that the players hold near and dear. Steve Chason uh, played for the team. He, after losing to, ironically enough, Boston in the playoffs, um, he didn't make it home. He drank too much and then um, had an accident and died. And ever since then, they've awarded the award to a teammate that best shows Dedication to the team and teamsmanship, and just the best guy on the team. And Foss won it this year, which I think says a lot for somebody that's new to the team. Yeah. Um, uh, Stalls won it a couple times, but you expect that from your captain. You expect your captain being beloved. Exactly. Yeah. um, Foss, I, I really didn't realize just how much the players respected him until he won this.
1: Yeah. And we talk about your show too. It's like, there's like, we talk about, Sorry, like, I got
2: a little long winded there, but yeah, no,
1: no, you're good. No, it's a fact like with the one Rod, anybody you know,
2: that bro, wants to hear more about it, we actually talked about 45 minutes about it on yeah. house of jerks episode uh, that you were a part of as well. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure. Definitely check that out. But yeah, it's just, we talk about that lanes the fact that like certain guys not going to show up on the score sheet, but they do the certain things that make you that you don't really see on the sheet. But if you watch the game, game in and game out, you kind of see their play. Red Burnmore said about Jordan Stahl at certain points, Jesper Foss, same thing. Like there's a lot of guys that, you know, you don't really see a whole lot on stat sheets, but they do the certain things right. And the dedication to the game, being a great teammate. And, you know, Jesper Foss won it for the Hurricanes this year for the Steve Chason Award, which funny enough, he was the first goal scorer of game two, made it one nothing, thirteen oh three into the period. I mean, fantastic goal by him, you know, you know, the captain gets an assist, you know, Slavo gets his second assist of the, you know, the, of the, of the of the, the matchup in this series. But it was I mean, hard
2: working goals. It wasn't like, yeah. it was like,
1: no, it was, you know, it's you definitely, know,
2: you, you, you see like Ajo and Sveshnikov do like these amazing play or even Jarvis where it's like they deep <laughs> guys out and they make people look stupid. And then, you know, yeah. We also have a lot of grinders, which is one of the things that I really appreciate about this team: is that you have grinders, you have hardworking players, and then you also have the superstars.
1: Yeah, like you have you have depth scoring, depth scoring, and I don't want to hear anyone else say it because I've said it in this podcast, I'm on your podcast, I've said it everywhere. Carolina has a, has depth scoring. Don't tell me otherwise because it's proven, and we have it in Chicago too. And then we have those guys come up. So I don't want to hear anything about. It. Oh, Carolina's top heavy with their superstars. We're not Toronto, simmered down a little bit. We got scoring on this team. And, you know, Sebastian Ajo. Well, we has, don't
2: have a 50 goal score. No. But well, we have 520 goal scorers
1: and five 50 point scorers.
2: Yeah, 50 point scorers. Yeah. But yeah.
1: No. Well, yeah. yeah, no, but I'm just, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. 520 goals, 550 point guys. That's should really say something for this Hurricanes team. It's everywhere up and down this roster, even defense, too. I mean, TDA even set the single-season assist record for defensemen, and he led the entire defensive core in points. Can't, I mean, you can't go wrong with that.
2: By the way, can I just uh, put a plug in here, uh, Mr. Waddell? Please resign TDA.
1: I'm very on the fence with TDA. I'm more so pleased to bring back Nino Niederreiter and uh, Vincent Trochek. Thank you very much. We'll go with that. I know <laughs>
2: this can be an off season conversation, but no, I, Tony has done so much for this team. Yeah.
1: It's, I, it's, it's one of those things where you separate the artist from the, the, the art from the artist. So I, I, I get what you're saying. If they at least bring Nino back, I'd be happy. I love, I love Tro, but if we at least get Nino back in some way, I'd be happy with it. All
2: right, fine. It's your show, but I'm going to have to ask you a question. Okay. Of the three, you can only pick two. Which two do you want?
1: Oh man, <sighs> one's got
2: to go. Which one goes?
1: To be honest with you, and think because the fact that I don't see Don Wildell do because he did the same thing with a Doug to Dougie Hamilton, you're gonna expect that TDA is gonna want the bag this year, especially. Since I don't he think was... so. Mm. He made bank in New
2: York, and. I don't know, man. He gave it's, him a shot. I don't think I, that he could survive in another big market. He needs a small market team.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just – I have a feeling. I don't know what it is. It's just I feel like he's going to want the money. So I don't see Donald Dell bringing him back, especially if he wants near Dougie Hamilton money.
2: Well, he's not going to get near Dougie Hamilton
1: money. That's not No, gonna... but it's going to be enough to where it's like it's, you can either keep two guys or you keep TDA.
2: Yeah, so which two – no, of the three – Forget about money for a second. Okay, you're told you got two. Which two do you want? <laughs> One's got to go. Forget the the cap ramifications. Forget everything else.
1: In my heart of hearts, do come back. Trochek and Niederreiter, man, yeah. I just love I love those guys. They're just. So TDA has done a lot for the defense. I'll agree with you there. He has done a lot for the defense. I don't know. It's just something about Tro and Nino being on that offense. You, you love to have those guys in your top six.
2: Agreed. However, there are more up and coming young forwards. That is our defensemen within the organization.
1: That is very true that. Yeah, it's, it's it's a tough decision. I don't envy Don Waddell. Even I didn't after, mean to put you on the spot on your own show. No, you're, no, episode, you're good. Right? no, no, bring it. I, I want it. That's why I love having guests on because it makes me think. Because it's if it's just me by myself, I'm just rambling on for about 40 minutes to an hour. So, no, give me all the questions. Make me think, make me do things. <laughs> yeah. I'm for it. But you know, Sebastian, so go back to the game. Sebastian Ajo scores in the first period. Sebastian Ajo scores on the power play with a minute ten into the second. I mean, two goals in two games for sea bass. I mean, I heard you can catch some pretty good sea bass out in Raleigh. I mean, do do you, do you feel the same way? Do you think we get some good sea bass out in Raleighwood?
2: <laughs> it's really an ocean fish, isn't it?
1: Isn't it really? Is it really though?
2: It is. I don't. I, I think is the it? sea sea. <laughs> I, I you know, you
1: never know you I mean drivers honestly
2: dude that wasn't I was <laughs> expecting I have no
1: idea I just love you the fact of using his nickname and the fact that you know yeah. Raleigh because we have because you know the Hurricanes didn't agree on their social media where they, because of the way they played in Southern California they made that Raleighwood sign it's just a it's just a fun thing to have because it's I, I'm all about just having funny names it's just, it just works. I mean Sebastian Aho, though. I mean. Well,
2: speaking of funny names, I mean, game two, we we did get to see a, a guy with a new funny nickname.
1: Were we not going to bring that up? toward the Great, and I am <laughs> leaving it at that. All right, I am. Li- it's your show. I'll I'll let you go, man. It's your show. I won't bring it up. <laughs> no anyone who's been following the hurricanes for the last few the last couple weeks you know that pierre kotchkov has got a new nickname very it's there's a lot of people that are for it a lot because the guys that are saying it a lot of people aren't again are not for it because it's just a little too out of pocket hey and as it, a feminist i love it own it <laughs> i know shane willis has an interesting thing for it. I know you he, uh, he had a
2: very interesting comment during the, uh, the, during the pep rally. Yeah.
1: So there yeah, the fact that, that Pierre Koch doesn't really speak a whole lot of English. I hope that someone, especially Svetch kind of let him in on the, on the fact of like,
2: <laughs> the fact that Coochie could also be known as something else in uh, American vernacular.
1: Yeah. I, I hope someone At least gave him some like, Hey, by the way, just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, so that's why the nickname kind of means
2: some other stuff.
1: That's why I'm leaving it at Peter the Great because there has been Peter the Great and he's been fantastic yeah. for us. So that's why I'm kind of yeah. like sticking with a lot of people. Actually, do like that, but I mean, too, that, so
2: I mean, as much as I love uh, um, though, I, I don't think that there should be another one. I mean, no, let Mirazik keep his nickname,
1: yeah. Like I said, Peter the Great. It's it's perfect. It it just fits nice. But the way he's been playing too, it's just kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, the nickname is a little interesting, but I mean, we had a lot of shenanigans though in this game for game two. Yeah, like because Peter Koshkov wasn't really the start. He wasn't the starter. They ran the back the entire lineup from game one, and uh, David Pasternak, Um, What are you doing there, bud? Why are you touching our goalie? There's no reason for it. He didn't have the puck and he was in his crease. So, what do you well, doing? It was it?
2: a straight up punch in the face. It wasn't even.
1: Yeah. What, what are you doing there, bud? Like, really? You guys aren't really losing that bad. It's only 1 0 in the series and you're going after our backup goalie. I feel like this is a theme in this game where the Bruins want to go after our goalies. Don't understand why. Not here for it. Like, what, what was the atmosphere like in the arena uh, after that little incident with uh, Pasta and uh, Papa Finn, Anti
2: So, there were a couple of Bruins fans sitting uh, not too far from me. And I almost felt bad for them when that happened because people were so angry and they didn't have anywhere to place their anger. Yeah. And. I, it, it was a dirty hit it was nasty there was no reason for it i i don't understand and impost is not usually that kind of guy he's not usually like a tom wilson or a marchand or somebody that is actively out trying to hurt people
1: yeah like i understand you're upset I don't know but, what happened yeah and the thing is like we've seen like Forberg got a five thousand dollar fine for throwing a stick around like a, like a crazy person and hitting, you know, Tavo in the chin, making him bleed. And then Brad Marchand, shocker of shocks, the rat himself goes after Kochkov. He gets a $5,000 fine.
2: I mean, what was he trying to get like the, the e-bug to come in or something? I mean.
1: He- the, e- the e-bug is Jack LaFontaine, who's our fourth goalie. Like we're to the point where we're almost getting down to our four seed goalie. It's like what it's like. What are we doing here? Like, it, like I said, it, I hope. Luckily, Rant, like I know we were on your podcast. Ranta did, you know, he is. He was back on the ice today. You still kind of, you know, hope he he's today But
2: he he, he he was only skating with the goalie coach. He, yeah, he wasn't, so, uh, yeah,
1: Hopefully, he's okay. I'm curious to see what they do. For yeah, the Fontaine actually
2: was the one that was taking shots from the players and like the actual.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see how game three is going to play, who's going to be in net for game three. But it's just like, you you don't want to see that. I hope Hampus Lindholm is okay. You don't want to see a guy get hurt. That no. was a massive hit by Svetch. It was clean. There was no reason for our Eric Hall of all players to get in their feelings about your guy getting absolutely rocked. We got to stop with these dust ups after clean hits. This is getting yeah. beyond annoying. Your guy gets rocked move on. If he jumped, hit him dirty, that's a different story. It was clean. His stick snapped because Svetch hit him so hard. But we need to stop with these, oh, you got to ring the bell for clean hits. No, 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 no. We need to stop that nonsense. But what was is, Brad a more
2: hated player,
1: more hated former
2: player than Eric Holla for you?
1: Um... I know it's really,
2: really I, I just I can't stand it. I mean, when he was with I, Nashville last I, year, and it's amazing how Nashville hates him now, too.
1: Everyone hates him Minnesota, Vegas, Florida. I don't think he's really very liked pretty much anywhere. I think I, I wasn't there one more former Hurricane? I know a lot of people have a problem with was it Sam Sonoff for whatever reason? Yeah. I kind of forgot. I I, can, I know, I, it's mean, like, I know,
2: Sam, seven, seven I really hate it, but it was more. Oh, because that's, right, it's that's right. It fun. wasn't
1: Sam Sonoff. Yeah. Sorry. It was Seven. Yeah. I know, Seven was.
2: Yeah, but it was because he stunk. It wasn't because he was like a bad person. Yeah, sorry, Sam Sonoff, Hollander not you, like wrong person.
1: Yeah, Sam Sonoff, sorry, wrong, not you. I, I was thinking Sam, I forgot that I, I goofed the name, but it's like I, I, I know. I know Semin was kind of it's hit and miss with him, but yeah, I think Eric Hall is basically the most hated. Well, Semin was everything. just overpaid
2: and uh, uh, wasn't that good. Yeah, but I mean, can you really hate a guy because he cashed a check? No, but Hall just uh. is just a he's just i don't know I... <laughs> yeah he uh... i tell you what if if you want to know my true feelings come to a game you will hear my chance about him but this yeah. is a pg broadcast
1: <laughs> i i do like guest curse it doesn't happen very much but we'll leave it at that basically to, to sum it up nicely as possible he's a prick we'll leave it at that um yeah Brian marchand i don't know what like
2: I, I, I think it's a female dog. We'll, we'll just put it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. With with Marchand, though, like I heard some people, like I've seen some people online say, Koshkov was out of his crease. He wasn't in the trapezoid. He's fair game. It's never a fair game to go after a goalie. It's the, It's been like that forever. Don't ever touch another team's goalie, especially when they're trying to cover the puck up to stop a play. Yeah, it was dead. I mean, he didn't slash him
2: until after the play was dead.
1: Well, the thing was, though, he actually cross checked him in the back first. Yeah. And that's when Kochkov got up and barely t- he tapped him with his stick. Let's be honest. Brian Marshan just, and the fact that he also like bumped him with his glove, because I would be upset too if I'm getting hit in the back when I'm trying to cover a puck up. And then Brian Marchand, like, yeah, like you said, slashes him. We were like, why are you slashing the goalie? And you could tell like the way Kochkov's looking at him. You're like, you don't really want to do this. Like, yeah. six. well, th- I mean,
2: technically, yes. Yeah. So he was fined the five thousand dollars for the slash, yeah. So that's the reason why I say slash because it's,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it was. The-, the whole thing that started off with Brad because I think it was Bleacher Report trying to start like, oh, it was Kochkov who started it. No, nope. yeah. it was Brad Marchand because he checked him in the back. Not, don't touch our goalie, but it's like Kochkov is six three, 205 minutes from Russia. Russian goalies are built different, do not mess with them. <laughs> They only, and everyone's like, "Oh, I like how No. in Carolina stepped up for him." You don't have to; homeboy can take care of himself. <laughs> it's the it's the Russian gas man. You don't want to mess with those guys.
2: I, I I'm surprised that there weren't Bruins jumping in to save Marshawn from getting his butt kicked. From uh... I
1: I think it's I think the Bruins are to the point where they're like, "Someone just take care of him for." It. Like I think they're kind of over. probably,
2: there. yeah.
1: Because it's been going on for a long time. I think even the Bruins players are like. Why are we surprised that you, again, of all people, wanted to get in the dust-ups, but
0: necessary. Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. website for details.
1: It is what it is, but you know, like I said, Sebastian Ajo scores that, twice. Neither. That
2: whole game was full of dust ups. I mean, even after the game, there were still dust ups going on on the ice. I mean,
1: yeah, was, the one, game was
2: over. I mean, yeah,
1: it was. I mean, at one point, you had the Bruins had like four guys in the box, like at least like yeah. two or three times that game. It's just the Bruins, for whatever reason, don't know how to lose gracefully. Like, yeah. like. The minute they're down by two goals, immediately dirty hockey. I call it the Boston special. They're always, they, they aren't graceful losers. Not in the slightest. And that's just how it is for Boston. And that's why no one really respects them.
2: It's so one of the things that um, Trip Tracy has said on the air several times that I like is that sometimes younger teams need to learn how to lose. And that's, why it's good to lose in the playoffs sometimes because once you learn how to lose you're not going to do it again and you're going to go on and become better right boston doesn't seem to know how to lose at all
1: no and the thing is like you would think they would know that being most of your core has been there since 2011
2: yeah very veteran team
1: yeah, you have a very veteran team. Like, you would think they would kind of know how to take these losses, and it's just – like, I know you're from Boston, you're supposed to have this mentality, but it's like – at a certain point, like, why do you go after a, another team's goalies not once but twice, and you get dust-ups almost every other time. Like, you want to try to go for dirty shots and th- swinging your stick around and catching guys high and just doing dirty stuff. Like, it's the playoffs. Why? Like, Why? So it what it sense. kind of
2: reminds me of is in, in the lowercase team earlier this year, um, we were up what, six, one, seven, one, something
1: like that. Oh, Oh, the Lars Eller hit on uh, on yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it's, it's a pointless hit. It's at the end game. It's just to hurt somebody. Yeah. I think the league needs to look at stuff, especially towards the end of games when there's no reason for that kind of violence, there's no reason for that cheap shots and make it carry over to the next game.
1: They make have it to. more
2: than just a five thousand dollars fine. It's five thousand dollars to the guys don't mean a whole lot.
1: It's Department of Player Safety. They've been a joke for a long time. Nothing's new. It's it, it's basically where fines don't really matter, and we might change our minds on makes sense like. There's been other games where you see guys get like get absolutely just. Dropped by elbows? nope there are two minute roughings instead of five minute misconducts for headshots. Well, I mean, like it's like what are we doing?
2: was originally a major, yeah, and then they talked about it, and it was reduced to a minor, even though there was blood. It's yeah. It's 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 a simple rule. If there's blood,
1: it's it's a major, major. and you touched a goalie after he he didn't even have the puck. Yeah, you're cheap shotting a goalie like it makes no sense to me it's just it's boston it it is what it is but like like what were your thoughts overall with like just inside the arena like oh your thoughts overall game too because i mean from from being down here watching on tv i mean that place was once again buzzing. the guys were flying all over the ice another five another five two you know game you know it's like what was like what was what was the atmosphere like for that in the so one of the game. things
2: that I thought was, was really, really cool that I haven't seen in years past was there were very, very few non-Hurricanes fans there. Right. Because even though it's the loudest house, you always get Northeastern people it's at the stadium.
1: Range, yeah, Most, especially the Rangers. Gosh, I hate seeing them. I hate seeing them well, it's, it's, it's
2: Raleigh is a transient town. It is what it, it is. is. Yeah, And nobody wants to live in Boston. Nobody wants to live in New Jersey. Nobody wants to live in Pittsburgh. So, of course, they come down here to live. Yeah. I don't blame them. If I had to live in one of those godforsaken areas,
1: I'd probably move down, too. I mean, I'm from Ohio. I mean, I love Ohio, but I live down here. I live in South Carolina, but... Yeah.
2: So, you're going to have fans of the other team. That's one thing that... you just didn't see in game one or two, which is yeah. something that really, really made me feel good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because Boston doesn't feel confident or Boston fans don't feel confident or if it's because Hurricanes fans are growing and so they bought up all the seats. I don't know. But that was good to see.
1: I, I, I think it was
2: really kind of cool about – sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to – No,
1: no, no, you're good. No, yeah, no. Go ahead. You're good.
2: The other thing that was really good to see, especially in game two, was even though it was very obvious early in the game that Boston was not going to win, mm-hmm. there wasn't trouble in the stands. And it was still – it was electric. It was fun. You know, um, I was there with my six-year-old. He had a great time. And there was no worries about stuff. Whereas sometimes in the past, especially with Boston, Buffalo, uh, Rangers. Pittsburgh, yeah. Rangers, you're going to see them getting mad and there's going to be the same frustration that there was on the ice in the stands.
1: Yeah. You didn't
2: see that in this game. So yeah. those were those were positive. It was fun. It was electric. It was great. Um, after the game, got to hang out with a couple Bruins fans. Um so it was, it was, it was an electric atmosphere. It was great. It wasn't as exciting as some other games because really after the first period. Yeah. I just kind of thought it was over.
1: Yeah. It wasn't like game one where it's like, you had tension going to get into the second period. This one was like, right. not so much. I, I, going back to what you're saying, I think it's, it might be a combination of both, but I think it's more of more hurricanes fans are now coming out because you see all over social media, more people like the hurricanes, like there's te- like there's fans of other teams in the other conference that like the hurricanes, because it's, it reminds them of that. Like I had a friend of mine, another belly up podcaster, you know, Nick Rodriguez, he invited inviting me on his show tomorrow. This, we're recording this on Thursday. I'm jumping on his show Friday. He tweeted at me. He's like, Hey, it's either you guys or the Rangers. Who should I pick? I'm like, obviously you're picking the hurricanes because you're in Atlanta. What's your name of the, show? Uh, the Nick Rodriguez podcast. Um yeah it worked
0: well, it's, it's perfect yeah. them, I mean yeah yeah why not name drop, at least say yeah. where you're going
1: yeah 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 the Nick Rodriguez podcast but yeah he's like who, who should I pick I'm like obviously of the Hurricanes you're in Atlanta you're closer to the Carolinas we're fun we have awesome jerseys case in point he's like all right I'm all in thank you very much welcome to Caniac Nation <laughs> here's some barbecue and uh let's have some fun so I, I think it's I think it's more so the fact you're getting more hurt hurricane- here's some
2: Texas Pete too
1: that works, <laughs> but no, it's. Just, I think it's a lot more of the Hurricanes fans are coming out in droves, and I think that's why we're getting a lot more surgeons um, with, you know, on ice product, get more fans because it's it's fun, it's fun hockey, it's something enjoyable, and the team's good, a lot of young guys too, so nothing but up from here. I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens for you know games three and four. Hopefully, take care of business, do the job in Boston come back for round two. Hopefully it's the Rangers or Penguins. I'm kind of hoping for the Penguins because I think that'd be a fun series. Rangers, whatever. I don't really care less who we play. I want to mind Pittsburgh. If we get the Rangers, that's fine. Like, who are you kind of hoping to see for round two? You know, knock on wood. Yeah. Penguins.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. And mostly it's just because there's so many New Yorkers that live in Raleigh. Give us Pittsburgh. It's going to be hard to have... Yeah. It, it, it won't be the same. I mean, it's just... It's,
1: yeah, give, give us the Penguins. I, I agree with that.
2: And it's really... It's just the the, the the fan base and the people that have moved down here.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. So before we wrap up, Brian, I uh, got to talk about the sponsors real quick because, you know, to, to make this run, got to talk about our awesome sponsors. So, so got three great sponsors to talk about. Primax Hockey is the, one of the OG ones. They've been around here since episode one. If you're looking for any like hockey apparel, you know, hoodies, t shirts, hats, all that good stuff, or even hockey equipment, stick tape, pucks, you know, skate laces, all that good stuff, check out PrimoxHockey.com. They're actually based in Raleigh, about 10 minutes from the arena. So you're supporting local business. Uh, You can even pick up your order from their actual warehouse. That's how great these guys are. Um, They also do, you know, free shipping, you know, in the United States. So when you check out, make sure to add in the search cast in the comments, let them know that I brought you here. Definitely to check them out. Great guides, Like I said, support local, get all your hockey equipment that you need indoor or outdoor. Another one shocked hydrate. They are really, really great. You know, taking your gaming to the next level, getting you that focus, giving you that drive. And it's really great flavors to drink when you're, you know, you're gaming for three, four or five hours. They got Watermelon. They got green apple. I actually just got a sample pack from those guys. And I really like both flavors, but I kind of like the sour apple or the green apple more myself, um, but they're both great flavors. So definitely check them out. If you go to our show notes and click on our link tree, there's a link to Shocked Hydrate. Click on that. And then if you use the code SEARCHCAST, you'll get 10% off your order from there at Shocked Hydrate. Great, great drinks. Definitely love the flavors. Definitely need to check them out. And our newest sponsor is- And actually,
2: in- can I just tell you, like, yeah. just interrupt rip for one second. Yeah, of course. When I talked to you before we started recording, you were like just down and you were just there. Yeah. And then you had some of the drink and now you're hype and you're super happy. So obviously <laughs> it does well. And I'm gonna have to try it myself.
1: Yeah, you definitely have. To. I would definitely recommend it. I'd say if you really, if you don't know a certain flavor, I would definitely say order the, they have a sample pack Order the sample pack. Okay. And then if you want a bigger box of just one flavor, go from there. But I definitely recommend both flavors. I like the green apple myself, but it's really good stuff. Um, New sponsor in the clutch apparel uh, just got them. They do a lot of vintage t-shirts. They have a lot of vintage hockey shirts, but they also have MLB MLS, all that good stuff. Um, so like I said, link, tr- go to the link tree, click on their link. I'm going to have to add that later on after this. Um, if you go to in the surge, and then you surge at checkout, you get 10% of your order on all types of t-shirts it is limit to one per customer. So make sure to keep that in mind, too, when you're checking out. It's one per use, but you do get 10% off of any vintage T-shirts. We're talking, for all of us Hurricanes fans, we even got New England Whaler shirts. If you're from any other area, Cleveland Barons, the Cincinnati Mighty Ducks, um, you know, the Nordiques, all that type of stuff, they got a lot of great T-shirts over there. So make sure to check out intheclutch.com surge and use surge at checkout for 10% off all right so brian before we let you go i know thank you for sitting through all the sponsorship stuff got three of them might start breaking them up a little bit because that was a lot to go through but thank you for sitting through that real quick but before like i said before i let you go man um thank you so much for jumping on today this was a lot of fun i enjoyed being on your show then being on my show so like i said where can people find you where can people find the podcast on the socials podcast networks all that stuff the floor is yours sir well,
2: definitely check out um, on Twitter at House of Jerks Pod. Um, if you want to just send us a, uh, an email, it's House of Jerks Podcast at BellyUpSports.com. And just do a search for um, House of Jerks. We're on everywhere you're going to find podcasts pretty much. Um, we don't do any charging for our podcast yet so all apple and things that are free we're there
1: okay uh do, do you want them to follow you and in cameron's personals or it's mostly just follow the podcast twitter
2: uh, follow the podcast but yeah you can follow us on our personals too um it's at cameron jareb on twitter and at one more shot 99 on twitter as well
1: and other also check we're also out. on
2: facebook too so check out the facebook
1: house and of Inst- Truth radio and instagram too don't forget about the, don't forget about we're the, we're also Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. House of Jerks. Yeah. I know, um, I, I know your Twitter account's pretty new. So yeah, definitely, guys, if, when you do listen to this, make sure you head over to Twitter and with a follow. Great, like I said, great podcast to follow on the socials and listen to the podcast as well. And, and that's just me being biased because I've been on three times already. Thank you very much. But really, we'll, really we'll, great we'll podcast. we have today. you on
2: again, too, because every time I talk to you, it's like we keep saying, okay, sidebar, we'll have to talk about that more later. <laughs> So at some uh, point everybody's going to have to check out our food episode somebody's going to have to check out Star
1: Wars Bob's Burgers yeah, yes I- at this point you're, you're, we're gonna have to have like just multiple episodes of just like all right this is this topic this topic this topic. it's just it, we're gonna have like an anthology of just when i'm gonna be on your guys' show just have a whole separate section right like, here's the zach podcast episodes. <laughs> we
2: yeah so we, we we do two podcasts a week um the one that comes out on thursday is pretty much just the nhl and the hurricanes and then the one that comes out on tuesday is everything else right so we'll have you on and we'll talk about everything else um we had an episode honestly one of our best listened to episodes was uh if you're visiting
1: raleigh what do you do that was that was a good one i had i went back to listen to that episode and i thought it was very fantastically done so yeah if anyone hasn't yet check out that episode there's a lot there's a lot of great stuff to do in raleigh that's very underrated that people don't know about.
2: Yeah, so we you know, we'll, we'll definitely have to do just ha- have an argument about which kind of barbecue and having you know, a Bob's burger conversation someday. <laughs> uh we actually did do a Star Wars episode, but we'll have to have you on and do another one.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. De- massive Star Wars nerd, definitely loved Lord right, of the Rings too.
2: Not the nine movies, let's let's exclude Well, no, we'll go ahead and include uh uh rogue. So of the ten, I'm not gonna include the the solo movie because the solo movie just sucked. (laughs) But of the other ten, rank them for me.
1: Oh man. Uh my number one is, but you're gonna have to listen to the actual podcast with you guys on House of Jerks for me to give you that to give you that breakdown. I can't give all, my, all my rankings all, <laughs> already, sir. So I see what you're trying to do there, but no, you got to wait for the House of Jerks episode the drive to get my full rankings. I'm sorry.
2: All right. Well, we'll, we'll go yeah, with you you we'll that. Out you you, you,
1: you got to leave a little something for the fans to get excited about. You can't just drop it, you know, in the middle of like saying goodbye. You know, it's, see,
2: it's you know, I've been married for 27 years. I forget what flirting's like. So yeah. All right. That, <laughs> let's flirt a little bit have him come back later for
1: more maybe make him come back for more just give him a little <laughs> give him a little taste and then be like come back come back <laughs> but no brian man this was so much fun i know i want wanted to get you and jacob uh jacob cameron. cameron yeah cameron yeah sorry it's been a long day like i said we were like on we're on like what hour three of recording of two different shows so it's it's been a minute but um, I appreciate you coming on. I'll definitely have to get Cameron on hopefully next week. But it was a long time coming to get you guys on. I'm excited for this one. I hope everyone enjoys this show. But like I said, Brian, man, thank you so much for uh, joining me here on the Search Cast. And I guess we got jerky up in here with some House of Jerks, right?
2: <laughs> we, we we got a little jerky, yeah.
1: Hey, you know what? nothing wrong with that though. I mean, House of Jerks, the Search Cast, we're surging. Or a house full of surging jerks. How about that?
2: Surging jerks. Or as uh, the towels from two years ago said, a bunch of front-running jerks. So.
1: Sounds about right. You know, it's it's fitting. It, it, it's going to be a Carolina Hurricanes fan the last few years. So it's we'll take it. We'll take it. But until next time, guys, for episode 16, I am Zach Martin. I'll see you here.